0: Corso and Catone. Oh, I, 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 well, oh, listen, Mark. listen, hold oh, on. When I say, would you have caffeine today? What the hell is that up here? Presented by Special Sauce Podcast, Studio 42 Design, and Corso Law Now for the real deal New England feel,
1: Corso and Catone.
0: Welcome back to Corso and Catone, the real deal New England feel. I'm Corso. Katone is with us. Hey Joe, hey. there he is over hey. in the Hello. Hello. Hey. Hi, Joe. We're all back. Hey, Joe. And uh, you're back with us too, watching us on YouTube, iHot Radio, listening. And uh hey, you know, you can uh you can watch us live right now on Podbean. Uh, so hey, Apple Podcast, anywhere you podcast, and uh, check us out on Twitter at Corso underscore Catone, and of course. Our heated hotlines back. 855-313. Pats give us a call, leave us a message, have a take. Joe tells me it's a mark. Joe tells me it's a good one today. Oh,
1: all right. I can't uh, wait I've... to hear it. It's been a while since we've had a heated hotline. We've been on vacation.
0: Yeah, I yeah. haven't heard it. I haven't heard it yet. So listen, call in. We want to pick yours. So 855-313. Seven two eight seven got a good one today. We're going to talk Yankees versus Red Sox. They're up, you know, four to nothing. The Yankees right now. And
1: I don't uh, even know if it's Yankees
0: Red Sox anymore. Red Sox are terrible. <laughs> well, we're going to talk about that, and of course, Catone's comments. He's chomping at the bit. Hey, you had a lot of time, so we expect a lot today out of <laughs> Catone's comments. And uh, we're going to hear from one of you in the nation in heated hotline and the real deal. Training camp is here. Are the Patriots ready. Mark and I are going to discuss that, gentlemen. Hey. Uh, how was your break?
1: Wonderful! I got this foolish thing still. I'm not, for those of you that are watching us on YouTube. I still got this foolish thing on my wrist from falling off the ladder, but I feel great. I'm ready to go.
0: All right, Joe. I, you know. Yeah, we're doing great. Doing great. Getting excited. Getting excited for the new season. Absolutely, What's and we got in oh, the Pats. Nation. I can't wait. In there. Oh my god! And we're going to talk about the Pats Nation a little bit yeah. later in the show. Um, Joe's got a little little thing to show us. So. What do you say we talk some Yankees Red Sox? Yeah. All right, let's get to it. It's been a been a little bit of a while. You're still, you always like that, though. You always like that. So, Mark, uh, you know, we talk Yankees versus Red Sox. Mark actually brought it up a little bit just for a second, saying it doesn't seem to be Yankees versus Red Sox anymore. Talk about two teams going in complete different directions. Um, and there was a little bit, right, Mark? Where yeah, it looked like they were making Boston, it Yeah, Gained some traction. But, you know, let's – hey, we should start with the Yankees, so let's start with the Yankees. Mark, we kept talking about whether or not this is sustainable throughout the season now here we are after the all-star break um what over however many games in over 100 at least and yep. um it, this is how they're gonna be this is it isn't it
1: this is it. it 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 has been sustainable they have not played as well I'd say the last 15 games or so though as they played earlier right they've had some hiccups they've had some some bullpen hiccups some issues in the bull, back end of the bullpen but for the most part, yeah, they, they've been – keep rolling. The only thing is – the only thing is I really don't want to see Houston in the playoffs oh God, as a Yankee yeah. fan because it's just a bad matchup for the Yankees. But in regards to the Yankees, yeah, they, 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 they're they going to win the division and they're going to be the one or the two seed in the playoffs. I mean, hopefully we're the one seed and we get home field advantage and, and everybody has to come to Yankee Stadium if it's a seven-game series for four. But, Chris – Jesus, they're still getting hitting huh? from from the, the key guys. Granted, they're not doing the small ball and stealing bases. They did a little bit mm. more at the beginning of the year, which does scare me come yeah. playoff time. But, Chris, what about Aaron Judge?
0: All right, look, you know, he, you, you had a golden opportunity. And, you know, Amok said it. Look, I, you know, for all the crap I give him and he gives me, he ha- we are on point. You know, we said it uh, before the season or just beginning. Pay this guy. You Know they, they had they were talking prior to the season, pay them now. What would have been th- what do you say? What would have been 30? Well, like, like, they were
1: battling 100%. over like 30 or 40 million. Now it's going to be 140 million, extra.
0: Uh, uh, absolutely, and deservedly so. I mean, he's going to get it if there's I'm anybody jump in, in on on that, that bandwagon. bandwagon. I called it, it's going to be like, a, like a, a you know free agent season for him, yeah. Uh, it was. Yeah, it, it yeah. basically is. And, and is. forget Trout, forget these guys. This is the guy. This is the I mean, guy right now. Triple crown. He's going to, you know, he's walking away with the MVP. I mean, I, you know, I he can't should. imagine. He should. You know. And so, um, yeah, forget Otani right now. I mean, judge is the guy. You He know? has he, 10
1: home runs, Chris, in his last 11 games.
0: Yeah. And he's, he uh, tied Babe Ruth uh, for the most home runs before August. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty good company to be in. And Mattingly, what? Mattingly it's, for
1: it's, the 10 and 11 games. The last person, to, the only other person Yankee to do that is Mattingly.
0: Right. So uh, look, you're going to, you're right. You're going to have to pay that guy. Um, and he doesn't look like he's going to be letting up anytime soon. But Mark, when you look now, when you go a little deeper in, yep, you know, they made a move, they brought in Benintendi and which I listen <laughs> to, to the dismay of all Boston fans out there because they're pissed off because that Benintendi deal over the KC had something to do with Frenchie Cordero, too, right? It and, Absolutely. did. <laughs> and I'm going to be so, honest
1: with you, Chris, it was a great deal for the Yankees because they really didn't give up any of their real like high-end talent they gave up some guys from single a who who could be prospects but they're not their top end prospects so they didn't touch the guys that they don't want to get rid of they didn't have to give any of those guys up so it was a great deal for the yankees
0: yeah it's good outfield help it's good contact yeah. he's a good contact hitter and you talk sure about some is. of that small ball He's a yeah. guy that you can put in the lineup that can do a little and bit he of can steal you. some bases as but, well you know if you look into it and I want to know your thoughts on any any type of concerns. First of all, I mean, you know, are there any other moves to make at this point? What, I got a few days left to the deadline? Well, everybody
1: kept saying the kid could steal from the Reds, and, and, and he went yesterday to Seattle. So right. the Yankees aren't going to give up. There's three or four guys that I really don't think the Yankees want to give up for prospects because they think that they're going to take them to that next generation, next 10 years, right? Yeah. Um, so if they're going to give up any of those guys, I don't know if they're going to make a deal at the trade deadline. But I do think I would like to see them bring in some pitching, Chris, maybe another starter, right? I, I know they're talking about this kid from from Oakland. Um, there was a couple of other guys they were talking about. If they could bring in another starter who's not a a, a number one starter, but a fourth or fifth starter to give them some depth back there, I, I would try to do that, I think. I don't know about what you think about that, but I you can never have enough starting pitching, especially in in, in the playoffs.
0: I agree. And, you know, with the way the playoffs go and the way the game is today, and you and I have been talking about that for months and months and months, you know, about guys needing to step in. Look, when you get in the playoffs, you saw it last season. Yeah, Everybody's on, de- everybody's on hand. That's it. Like yeah. you, you may come You're in right. the second inning, you may come in, in the third inning, you know. You're so, right? So
1: the more starters you got, you let them fill 30, 35, 40 yeah. pitches
0: a piece. You just keep rolling them out. Yeah. I mean, and I think if they're going to bring another starter in, let it be a guy that, You know, maybe pitches from the stretch a little. Maybe he's a guy that you can bring in in the third, fourth inning. You know, if somebody's going bad in the playoffs. And speaking of going bad at periods of time, that's a great segue to my question. The question I've been wanting to ask you um, all week, really, since the Baltimore game, was Cole. You know, everybody's Cole. He's the best in Cole. But when I look into this, I see the last two starts, and I'm looking at the Baltimore game and the one last night. He looks like he's cruising every game, right? Then he'll get mm-hmm. to an inning and he'll just, the, the bottom just falls out. It happened against Baltimore where they ended up losing that game. Baltimore I think it came happened back like
1: in that. In the Houston series, too. I think it happened against Houston, too.
0: Yeah. And then last night, all five of those runs, yeah, they won 11 to five, but all five of those runs came in the fifth inning and he just hit the wall. Yeah, he hit the wall. What's happening? What, is that a, something we should be concerned about moving forward? Yeah.
1: Well, when you look at it, Chris, right? So, so I went back and and looked at some of that, right? Last night I was saying to myself, well, what's going on here? It seems like he hits the wall between 75 and like a hundred pitches. So that, that range of 75, 80 to a hundred is where, I don't know if he just gets tired. I I don't know what it is. Maybe he's not, you know, he's not, he he doesn't have the depth and the length that he used to have. I don't, you know, he's he's at, listen, He's thrown a lot of innings when he was with Houston, those playoff runs, even his first couple of years with the Yankees. Maybe you're going to start to use. And, and you mentioned this to me um, before the show, Chris, about the analytics. I, explain a little bit about that. You said maybe you're going to start to use some analytics with this guy.
0: You know, you don't want to, but maybe you have to because it, Mark, it's consistently happening now. Not I, I, Mark to, fills us in at its last three starts. So, I mean, yeah, maybe you may have to use the analytics when you get to a certain pitch count and pull them.
1: Yeah, not not yeah, that I mean, he's going to like that, because he's an no. animal,
0: but you may have to do it, Chris. Well, if he doesn't like it, clean it up. Yeah, Clean it up. Don't let the bottom yeah. fall out, then. I mean, Spoken you know. <laughs> like a hot-ass coach, show. What the frick? Clean you it up. Clean do up. Clean it, I mean, don't it up. To, don't, clean it up. don't come yeah. to the dugout and sideline and tell me, you know, I'm upset by it. Upset by it. Get your ass out there and stop freaking falling apart, you know? Mark injuries, <laughs> though. You know, you got... You know, you, well, got, stand, you got that yeah.
1: Swan's injury scares me, Chris, because when they say, oh, what was, what is it? A sore Achilles, something, yeah. what, always something, always something, but that, that Achilles, but that makes me nervous. Cause that could, that could go, that could be weeks.
0: How about you King? Know? Is that an issue for you?
1: Well, Kings that, that hurts. Chris, he was the best setup man in baseball, not just
0: yeah.
1: the Yankees, the best setup man in baseball that's that's a tough loss that's a tough loss
0: and they because, put him on what you know. a 60 day
1: yeah it's well they said that he, he doesn't have ucl in, it's not a ucl they yeah. they they they, they, they kind of dodged that bullet but it's got a fraction elbow so he'll be out they said they're hoping he's ready for spring training next year but yeah. he may well, not be
0: well that may be a, a point of emphasis at the at, in the, next at the, days, deadline, like the trade deadline if you oh, could yeah.
1: get somebody you know you need a setup man
0: and then hicks hicks got dinged do dinged up Hicks also. is good,
1: he's got dinged up, and, and oh. I think Benadendi coming in helps with that a little bit, right? The fact that Hicks got dinged up. You got a little bit of depth now in that outfield, but Joey Gallo is is he is he officially gone now or not yet?
0: I don't know. I if, if <laughs> he's if not he should, yeah, I mean oh my god, uh, you know, I, and that's something you've been talking about too. Every time he text, text, text. And by the way, back to the, the Houston thing, every single time they're playing Houston it's real funny. I have to mention it because well, I'm watching the game. Mark and I hadn't talked all day since like the day before or whatever, but I know he's watching it. You know, I know he's watching it and all of a sudden the two texts came in simultaneous, me to him, he to me, both saying the same thing. I don't want any part of Houston. I I don't want any part of the Astros. And you know what? You're right, Mark. You're right. So, Let's see what happens. Um, if there's a move to be made, it needs to be to fill some. I agree with you with pitching, it needs to be to fill some of that setup role. Uh, maybe a starter that can work in uh work later in the innings too and see what happens. Dan Market on the other side, you know, that's the good now. The bad and the and the ugly is talking about the Red Sox, and they're in a tight spot now because. You know, they're sitting there in that situation where they could still make a play for the wild. So Card. now
1: I think they've they've become sellers, Chris. I don't think they're I, I buying. Think so. I don't yeah. think they're buying I mean. at this point.
0: And so what what are they selling?
1: Well, the rumor is uh, uh JD Martinez is that they're willing to, to move on from him because I think he's gone at the end of the year, anyways, probably. Um do they move Bogots?
0: I think the you got to, you you know, look, here's the problem. He's going to opt
1: Mark. out. I'm almost positive. They're almost positive, Chris. Oh, Everyone yeah. I talk, says that. he's opting out and he's going to test the waters. He but, sees it. So they're not going to pay him. So are you just going to let him go at the end of the year and get nothing for him?
0: He sees it, Mark. He sees the sinking ship. Don't think, look, you. you be, there's a conflict between coach and general manager. I don't mean a personal conflict. I mean a philosophical co- conflict. You can't have a guy coaching analytically, yep. and not put them, and not put the big, big guns around them. You know, you if you're going to be Bloom, I mean, tell me if I'm wrong, but if you're hind Bloom and you want that Tampa philosophy and that small market deal in a big market place, well, then you got to have a different type of coach, right?
1: Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up, Chris. So when you want to play that analytics game, right? So, but you're going to do it with lesser talent, not the Red Sox talent that that you've had in the past. Yep. Look at um, the uh, Joe Madden. Joe Madden was the coach for Tampa. Well, you could put those guys out there because Joe Madden could coach them up and he always coached them up. The teams that do that have guys that can be coached up. The, yeah. the Red Sox, Chris, the year they won it with Cora, with the, with the notebook and the, and the iPad, he had a team of superstars. He had Betts. He had Martinez in his prime. He had Bogarts. He had Devers. He had, he had a team of superstars. Of course they won. You were I right the coach they that team. They were
0: cheating anyway. And they, and
1: they were cheating on top of it. <laughs> we're going gonna to go get,
0: get heated hotline calls up the ass <laughs> but yeah, I go wasn't ahead. going
1: down the cheating line. But, nah, Chris, nah, think nah. about it. You bring up a great point. Is he that type of a manager, Chris? If you're going to give him the play th- this th- this type of team, can he? is he the right manager? What do you think?
0: It doesn't look like that. It certainly doesn't look like that, and I'll tell you what. When you go back to that champ, that championship, right, and all the talk, Cora, 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 cor, look, could have been Farrell. I mean, you know, like because since that time, yeah, they've been good. They've, they've, they've skirted. They've gotten to the the ALCS. They've done things like that, but not over the top. And now you're starting to see, like you say, as soon as they bring this general manager in, it's doing the downslide. So I, I either you got to get a manager that. The problem, Mark, is how do you sell that? You can't – the people are pissed. I mean, you people out there in the nation, pissed, 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 and I don't blame you because it's a big – it's a big market and, team. And, and
1: you know what? You know what no one's talking about is that. So they keep saying, well, you know, Bloom has rebuilt the, the system, the minor league system that Dombrowski ruined. They got a lot of young talent, this and that. Well, Jesus Christ, Chris. How many young guys have they brought up? None of them show me anything. So no. where are these young guys? Are they in single A? You got to wait three years for them to come up? Because all these guys they've been bringing up, Chris, are young guys. You would assume they're prospects. They don't look like Major League Baseball players. So if that's the youth that he brought in, well, then what the hell? Did he, he Then John Cormor can't be the manager of those guys because he's not making those guys any better.
0: No. And and you know what? It, it, it's sort of like the Oakland A's too back Back in the day, the Billy Bean days where, you know, yeah, they would. That was like the farm system for the Yankees, you know, and the Red Sox and teams like that. And and, and the Cubs, because they were able to develop. But you're right. On both ends, they're having issues. Now, they could. They're talking about this prospect. I don't remember his name for first base. Right. Yeah, You talked about that a little bit. So let's see him.
1: They better hope they hit on him because you've 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 allowed first base to become a joke for the last two years. Because suppose you got the prospect, you got the prospect. Well, they better hope he hits because if you don't hit, you really have looked like an idiot. Really listen, look like an idiot.
0: Yeah, and and you know what? They to me they became sellers when they allowed twenty eight. Mark when they allowed twenty eight runs in that game, and I wasn't really watching all of it. You texted me and said they just gave up twenty five in. You know, listen. Whatever.
1: If George Steinbrenner Sr., the father, was yeah. was the owner of this team, Alex Cora would have been fired the next day. Twenty eight runs on your home field, fired immediately. Fi- fired. fired would have fired him. He wouldn't. He wouldn't have a job Monday after Tuesday. Well, I don't know what the game was. A Saturday, Sunday afternoon, he wouldn't have been on the field with the team. He would have been fired.
0: He he would have gone after him. He would have come down from the to to, to the frigging dugout like Billy Martin and gone after him. Yep, yeah, twenty eight runs. It looked like Ringling Brothers out there.
1: I mean, and it was like the center fielder,
0: Chris. Then, 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 then. That's what I felt. Okay, so, here and when I when when that was all happened, You're guys all dropping really balls. Him,
1: and my son brought this up to me. He said, "Dad, the center the bases were loaded. The center fielder." He said, obviously wasn't focused. And he said, because there was no way he was focused. He misplayed that ball so bad. He said, he was probably looking somewhere else, not paying attention to the pitch and the balls hit to him. He said, because yeah. the way he reacted, he had no clue what the ball was. He didn't just lose it in the lights. He had no idea where the ball was going off the bat because he wasn't watching. Then. You don't. You don't even try to make an attempt to turn and run for a ball. Nothing. That was because such a bad look, Chris. He had no clue. He didn't know if the ball was hit the right field, what? left field, center field. He didn't even know the ball was hit the center field. The kid. Yeah. Okay. So that was such a bad look. That kid should have immediately been sent down to the minor leagues. He's yeah, still. He's still playing, Chris.
0: That was tough. That was a tough looking look. I know. I mean, I know you have a bad moment. You have a bad, real bad moment. It happens. We we were athletes. No, I get, I get it. it. But you know what pisses me off a little bit about that? Your your son, and, he, and by the way, Mark's son is a hell of a of a baseball player, multi tool, third base, first base, can hit. What a sweet swing! Anyway, he's he's seeing it. No. He was he's seeing the fact that it may not have been just the lights and all that. I didn't hear that anyway. I didn't hear that anywhere. You know, from <laughs> any of the experts, any other people coming by, Tomasi, any of these guys. It was a focus issue, flat and plain and simple. Yes, we all lose balls in the light. I don't think that was it either.
1: No, the way he reacted, Chris, he had no clue. He had no clue that ball was hit the center field. No clue.
0: Yeah. And you know, and, and he's the scapegoat for that whole situation, it seemed. Yeah. But let's not forget they allowed 24 more runs in that game. They it was, it was that, that was atrocious. And that to me is the moment they became sellers. Yeah. You know, I listen yep. to some of these guys say, well, let's see what happens by this, you know, Tuesday if they're still sniffing around at the wild Get the hell out of here, sniffing around at the wild card. Break it down. It, it's, it's, it, sell it off. You're not going to, so what? So you, so you get into the wild card and then you go on the road and get your brains kicked in for a game. Chris, I would? heard
1: a, I had a good story this week. Um, the guy, the GM, um, uh Charrington, I think. Is he with San Diego now? Charrington, Ben Charrington, yeah, I think. But right? okay. So. I think so. Okay. So when they, when he was there, they had Brock Holt. And Brock Holt was kind of like a major league player, not a superstar, but he, he was a serviceable major league player who played. I don't know if he's still around, but he played for several years. And at the yep. time he could, he, he could trade it to Oakland. He could trade it to Oakland first. And so somebody he brought what, up third base. He played multiple positions, third yeah. base, second base. He played outfield, right? And they brought up the Chennington. They said why did you, why do you trade him? Why do you trade him? He looks like he could do something. He said, he's a major league baseball player. He said, but not in this market. He said, not for the Boston Red Sox. And I said to myself, oh my God, that's so opposite of what their philosophy is now. Now that's right. all they want
0: to put on the field, Chris. Right. That's the problem. And that's, what's pissing people off in the nation out in new England is, and look, this, this city, Boston, it's no. That's baseball. This is a baseball town. It's always going to be a baseball town, and that's what it is, and yeah. and that's the real deal. And here's you know, and the deal is, the people are pissed because they don't. They're not a small market team. They don't want to be a small market team. No. And lastly, Mark, we were how how right were we on say? I gotta say it because you know what, Joe, we gotta tell how good writing. <laughs> Bright, we are over here, right? Sale. We talked about this. We said it'll get him out, he'll have a good start, he'll get into the next start, something will happen. Tweak this, this bothers him, and then he's done. (laughs) And there we are.
1: There we are. Line
0: drive. Great. It was a fluke, but you knew something was happening, right? It's always a fluke. No, 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 no on him, it's not as bad, but it just seems to always happen, you know, with him. And so you can't, he's not reliable. So we'll see what happens down the stretch. I am very interested to see if they're selling, and what they're selling. But you know what, guys? I'm more interested right now to see what Mr. Catone has up his sleeve where he's had weeks and weeks to prepare. We say we're back. Well, he's back with Catone's comments, and that's next. Into special Thoughts podcast. Wherever you podcast, what's your special thought? Hey, for the so
1: Okay, so those of you who've been watching us, listening to us, you know that I had a little mishap. I fell off a ladder, I fractured my wrist. Hey, listen, it happens, right? However, during this downtime, the heat of the summer, well, of course, we've done some vacationing and different things, but my wife gets the idea. She wants to get some kind of a case, something to put something in the garage. She wants, you know, whatever, this piece of furniture, whatever. So she drags me. Chris, I don't know if you have Ikea's out in Arizona, right? So. Oh, yeah. Okay, so we got her in Massachusetts, not in Rhode Island. So she takes me there. Okay, so we go there. She's looking for this. She knows supposedly the piece she wants. Now, granted, I got this thing on my wrist. So you get there. They got these arrows on the floor. They say, you know, go this way, go that way. It's like you are playing one of those candy lane games, one of those board games. You're going all over the joint. You don't know where the hell you're going. First of all, they got all these arrows, right? So, of course, the direction they're taking you, she sees seven other things. That she wants seven other things that oh, that would be good enough Maybe we could put that in a bathroom here yeah, there cuz now she's still getting all these trinkets, right? Cuz we're not done. We are we did the whole goddamn house. We're not done. No, oh, why would we be done? So now she gets a couple of different things. Okay Bring it home Who the hell's gonna put see you get what you pay for it's your ladders you get what you pay for go to the store Buy a piece of furniture, whatever you're going to buy, have it delivered. It's there. Set it up. Done. No, 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 no. She wants to go to this foolish place, right? You're going to put the goddamn stuff together. I got one goddamn hand. You want me to put it together? Okay. I take it out of the box. Well, first of all, you pull out the goddamn directions, right? I told her, get me the phone number for the goddamn U.N. I I don't know. I, this, this is another language. I don't know what the hell it is. in. Call the U.N. Maybe somebody can translate the United Nations. I can't read these goddamn directions to put this thing together. Right? And then, of course, of course, <laughs> they give you the Allen wrench. Who the hell ever named it oh. the Allen wrench? Allen wrench. I want to put it and try to straighten it, heat it up and straighten it. Anyways, I, I can't, so now she's got me doing this with one goddamn hand on top of it. I swear it was vacation time. I swear she did it just to bust my beans, right? So now we get it all set up and ready to go. We put it, that, 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 oh, you know what? I don't like it. Maybe, maybe you should take it apart. And we'll take it back. I said, well, no, 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 no. I said, I don't care where you put it. Put it in the put it in the basement. I don't care where you put it. I am not taking this thing apart and putting it back and sending it back to that foolish damn store. So now she wants to put shelves up. Shelves. Okay. So now she says, well, we need a few shelves. Okay. Well, I got my payback. I got my payback. So I happened to step out. I had to go do, I had to get something else. She's doing shelves. My son's helping her. Him. Good thing he's good thing he goes to college because he is not doing anything. He's not doing manual labor. She, she, she's trying to do something with the shelf. He says, You can't do it. I'll drill it in. You're not strong enough to drill it in. He's drilling it. She's sitting on something. She, right? He doesn't realize she's sitting on it. He puts his foot against it to anchor himself to put the screw in the in the sheetrock. He kicks the thing out from under her, she falls on the floor. Bang, right? That's payback oh, boy. For, me, for laughing at me falling off the ladder. So bottom line, bottom line, I need to work. I need to do Corso and Catone and Pat's Nation. I need to be busy. I can't have free time because she gets me involved in these foolish projects and sends me to these foolish places. And on top of it, I got a broken wrist. I need to be busy. Forget vacation. Who needs vacation? Unless I'm on a tropical island all by myself, eating coconuts and feeding my face with a drink in my hand and my toes in the water. I don't want to go on vacation. I don't want vacation.
0: That's it. (laughs) What's that we're playing? This is Candyland, a place uh-huh. you're uh-huh. to visit when you play this
1: game. The Joe, show you, you follow the Joe, it's got to bust
0: my beans, Joe. <laughs> Listen, I, you know, first of all, okay, Mark, uh, Joe, we have got to get his wife on the show. Oh, we're bringing yeah. her
1: on. We're going to bring because her on. Because
0: she's taken a beating for the last year, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Almost weekly. OK, almost weekly. Oh. But this guy, you know, Mark, you're going to end up actually in a body cast. That's pretty pretty. But we're, we're going to have a show. He'll still do the show, too. The show must go on. Right.
1: I had to. I, listen, I had to bring this up because we've been on vacation. We've been off. And of course, it's one, another, one other one of these places she sends me to. But I got one hand. You want me to put stuff together? <laughs>
0: <laughs> and listen, you, know what? Hey, you can't look, read. The, what directions is, me, the
1: directions are unreadable. The directions are unreadable.
0: I have to agree, Joe, too. We got to agree with Mark. Look, honestly. Oh, yeah. And you all out there, everyone oh, out there? There, I hate, I hate IKEA because uh, oh, yeah. I'm sorry. They're not a sponsor anyway. Screw them. I hate <laughs> that because their pieces are different languages. Nothing wrong with different languages, but I live here. I gotta speak the language mm-hmm. I speak. And yeah, you can't you can't read it. You don't know what the hell's going on. And how many times, Mark, do you stare at the page for like 20 30 minutes, you're looking at this damn thing and you're like, but this makes no sense. It's like no play Pictionary because you're gonna guess. You're gonna look at the look at the pictures and guess. And he's right. This is what they give you. For for those of you on iHeart listening, you can't see this, but I'm holding up an Allen wrench. This oh, is what they give you.
1: The worst.
0: How the, the hell world. are you gonna do get over there? Like you
1: know, oh, the the world's the worst, Chris.
0: Breaking your hands, trying to do all kinds of things. You know, Mark, they have tools now, though that have this sort of thing on it
1: yeah i was, I listen i was told, oh i was told that a few different times by my wife a few times
0: <laughs> why don't you you should get <laughs> to, to, yeah. yeah that's just, just what you want to hear too yeah. you know uh, oh that you know what the, like i said joe we, we, we got to get around because oh yeah for sure I, I can i can i can attest to this though honestly with mark and 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 his wife because i told you when he was on his way to the hospital about 20 minutes before the show was supposed to before we were recording it um I get that call that he's on the way to the hospital with the wrist and and, and I'm talking to his wife and and she all she's doing is complaining and complaining of what a mom and what an inconvenience it is and I'm like Jesus Christ man, get around the show you know get around the show but yeah yeah it's I taught, mentioned Ringling brothers for uh you know for the Red sox yeah no this 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 is this is Ringling Brothers. What was what was going on over there putting that stuff together? Mark, very good. You're so right. You're too right. And you know, Joe, we need to protect our asset over here. You know? Mm. We, can't, we, we can't let him be falling off ladders and, and and trying to put things together and his neighbor attacking him and snow and leaves. And we can't have that, Mark. Just driving schools, you know? So you better you better start taking care of yourself, pal.
1: You know, listen.
0: You better Please. get it together.
1: <laughs> yeah, I got to do something. My God,
0: excellent, Mark. Good stuff. Katone's comments was presented by Studio Forty Two Designs. Studio Forty Two Designs in North Providence uh, for all your graphic design needs. And you know what? We've heard from Mark. Now we want to hear from one of you in the nation in uh, heated hotline. Joe, we ready to go? Yeah, let's do it.
1: Hey, this is Frankie in from North Providence. Just a take on the Jalen Brown, the Celtics want to trade Jalen
0: Brown and everything.
1: You know, I, I just think it's a bad move for the Celtics trying to get KD. I think you try out what's happening with Brogdon. You just got Gallinari. Don't try to touch. Now you release all the information. Jalen Brown out saying, shake my head. And I think the only way that the Celtics keep Jalen Brown from getting his head out of the game as the fans who keep wanting him there and I complain like myself that the trade won't work Get him, either getting rid of him or Marcus Smart which we've heard a bad idea you travel with your gut with the Brogdon and Gallinari and that's all you gotta do
0: So Frankie, thank you from North Providence. We we appreciate that call, that heated hotline. Yeah, Mark, it's it's. Um, well, first of all, let, let's let's talk about. Well, this. I,
1: I, I, well, I know you like that cake. I know you like that cake.
0: You don't know, know. You don't know, know what know. I'm going to say. That, no, I, I, I texted know I you. that know. I texted Mark when the, as soon as the story broke. I still haven't heard from back from him. Oh, I issue, know. I I know what he wants. So to up to to get everybody up all to right. speed uh, earlier earlier in the week. Talking about okay, well, it's been about a month now. It's been about a month. So, it,
1: so did you like those yeah. two free agents that that Frankie mentions, Gallinari and Brogden?
0: All right, well, we'll start there. So, so the so, so the Celtics. Uh, well, let me set it up. Let me let the people know what the hell we're even talking about right now. Yes, Gallinari and Brogdon. I like the two pickups. Yes, and they picked both of those guys up. Um, I think I think the guard, pres- you know, he comes to the table with. Remember, when we got White, and I said it's going to push smart a little bit. Well, this kid's a this kid coming in is better than that. He's, you know, he can he's a starter. He yeah. was a starter on his team. He could start here if he needed to. Yeah. So it kind of makes smart. You know, you can gamble with him and moving him. Yep. You know, with this guy in the lineup. You know, either White or Smart, and then you'll you'll have what you need over there. Um. So and I like Gallinari because we the the biggest problem that this team was having was points off the bench, right? I mean, they they were having yeah. some issues with that, and I think Gallinari will provide some of that for them um, and that that needed depth. And it takes that second line, that second group, and it just improves. It just makes them better at the guard spot, you know, and at the forward. So um, to me, th- that's a good pickup. But this story with the Durant situation, which is all over the place, he requested a trade about four weeks ago and then it kind of died down. And all of a sudden the Celtics, I don't know who leaked it. I would assume it's the Nets, you know, to drive pricing. But the Celtics <laughs> evidently come into the picture with Jalen Brown um, and and a package deal with maybe a white, brown, and some picks, right? This yep, is what happened.
1: That's what was reported.
0: So a lot to unwrap there. The caller think, The caller says, no, 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 no. Let's not deal with that. Mark, what do you think?
1: Yeah, he the caller says roll with what you have, right? Yes. So roll with Brogdon, Gallinari, and, and, and the other ancillary pieces you have, and he thinks that's enough. Here's my thing. So you ended up getting the trade exemption for the Fournier deal, which was like $17, dollars, and you did nothing with that. Okay, right. a deal didn't work out. Whatever you you blew the 18, you let the eighteen million out the door. Okay, so Brown, I see in a very similar fashion because Brown his. Made some comments here and there over the, since the champion NBA championship ended, Chris, about the fact that he kind of I think wants to be the man and wants to, to to be step up and and be the focal point and 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 you know it's my team. Well, it isn't his team. It's Tatum's team, and it's going to be Tatum's team. Okay, so I don't know, Chris, if Brown and and this is my reasoning. I don't know if 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 Brown is ever going to be okay with playing second fiddle to Tatum. I think he wants to be the lead dog, and he wants to have a team built with him as the centerpiece because he thinks he has that kind of talent. With that being said, if you don't move him or trade him, you're going to end up just like you did with, with the trade exemption. He's going to leave as a free agent. And you're going to get nothing. You're going to have nothing in return for Jalen Brown. So I won't trade him for just anything, but Jesus, if you could figure out a way not to mortgage too many players or too many picks, and you can get Kevin Durant for a deal like they just mentioned, you just mentioned, maybe throw somebody one more one other pick or something in, and it's reasonable. Well, yeah, hell, I I make the deal because I'm gonna be honest with you. You absolutely will win a championship with Kevin Durant, Jason Tatum. And the guys that they have, you you, you, you you'll you you'll win a championship, at least one, probably two, because Durant will give you three or four years of good basketball if you bring him here. Um, so I don't know okay. if he wants to come here, but my reasoning is because if you're going to lose Brown for nothing, what the hell, Chris? You you got, if he wanted to stay here, great, give him an extension. Okay, fine, but I don't think he
0: wants to be here. So okay, so when you look at the lineup, so okay, what I'm hearing from you is. Guy for guy, they're better with Durant. Durant's a better that's player. The, in, my opinion, today,
1: in my opinion, In my opinion, yes, and I could be wrong. Right
0: today, in my opinion, yes, in my opinion. Okay. So, I mean, yeah, look, Durant's a top, you know, we, we keep, t- everybody talks about you can't backpedal off it now, anybody. Nobody out there can. He's one of the top, what, three, four players in the league? Yes. Is Durant yeah. when he's healthy. When he's healthy. And, yeah, that's a big if. Okay, when he's healthy. So, yes, guy for guy. They're better. They're better with Durant. Had Durant been in that final, and I understand that Jalen Brown was the best player in the finals, but that wasn't saying a hell of a lot from Game Three on. No, you know. And so, is Durant make them better for the immediate future? Year, two years? Yeah, absolutely. I think you win a couple of championships. To me, and I want to know in a second what your thought is on on Jalen Brown's response to all of this, which is the huge news too. All that you know. Cor- Cryptic friggin' tweeting, SMH, mm-hmm. and all. Uh, 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 yeah, as uh, shake my head and all that yeah, crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when I look at this situation, I don't look at it like a like it's a Jalen Brown issue. Okay. I do. I listen. I agree with you one thousand percent. He's not going to resign here. I don't care what he says. I don't care if the two guys, two of those guys, Tatum and Brown, sit in an interview for three hours. You know, kissing each other. I really don't care. The bottom line is Mark is right. When this thing comes due, he's gone. He's going to become the number one on another team somewhere, probably a ch- crappy team, okay? Yep. And that's what that's what's going to end up happening to him, so you lose him for nothing. So in that regard, I agree with you that, you know, that's where Brown comes into play. But to me, it's more about Durant. It's more mm-hmm. about looking at Durant into what you're bringing in because I do the deal. If you're talking to – if you're saying to me, guy for guy – Health, health, everything being equal as far as health goes. Yeah, you got to do this deal. You have to. But when I look at the rant, there are some huge red flags for me when I see this. And some of it has to do not so much about the basketball talent as the mental aspect of it. Mm-hmm. You know, you look at this guy and look at his road to where he is now. Look at where he's traveled. He couldn't get it done as the man in Oakland. Uh, OKC. OK. He then goes to Oakland. He then goes to the the Warriors, who were already set up, right? They were already set up. He wins with them, but he doesn't win with them as the, I don't, one of the centerpieces, not the centerpiece, okay? Got mm-hmm. yeah, fine. Gets it done there. Says bye to them. I'm not, you know, I need to get out of here now. I need to go. So he's not that, you know, doesn't stick. Then he goes to Brooklyn, and here's the issue that's going on here. Can't get them to do anything. And all of a sudden, he's injured. He's out. He looks lackadaisical at times. Looks like he doesn't really want to be there. For all the friendship he is with Kyrie, it still didn't seem to work. So I worry about the mental aspect of him walking into this this team. What is he going to do to this team? What's he going to do to the mental makeup? Is this another Kyrie situation? Mm-hmm. Are you bringing in Kyrie again? Okay. And and is he going to get is he going to get like bored with it at some point and want to move on somewhere else? Mm-hmm. To say nothing about what he thinks of the city. You know, nobody's talking about that. Nobody's talking about the comments he's talked about against Boston itself. You know, but we are the real deal. So we are going to bring that up. So does he even want to be here? Does he even like it here? Or is it a stop, a pit stop to somewhere else? So that's, to me, the issue with bringing in Durant. But if you wipe all that off the table and you're just talking basketball, yeah. Yeah, I want championships. I want championships now. Because to be honest with you, if they don't do it and they don't win now, is Tatum even going to be here if they can't get so, over the top?
1: So my other thing is this, Chris, if if you don't make the deal, because then they said they wanted Marcus Smart in the deal. They want a little kind of guy. Well, you know, listen. So if you don't make the deal, okay, fine. You come back. You roll with the new guys, as the caller Frankie said. You roll with the new guys. You roll with um, what you have, Tatum and Brown and Horford and all these guys and Smart. Maybe you win, maybe you don't. But then at the end of this year, I think Brown then has one more year left on his contract. Right. So then at the end of this year, if you don't think you're gonna be able to get to, to, to do anything with him as far as extensions, I still think, not that he signed his extension max deal with them, I still think the window the window has not closed on the Bradley Beal deal. Mm. I still think. At the end of this coming year, you could now say, okay, Washington, you finished 20 games out of the playoffs again. Listen, we're gonna give you a younger guy, because he's younger than Beale. We'll give you a couple, we'll give you some couple of picks. We'll throw some picks in. We want Beal. And maybe it's not Durant, but it's Beal, who we know gets along with Tatum, and Tatum will sign an extension to be with Beale. And maybe that that maybe that's the route to go because I do think at the end of this season you're gonna have to make a decision on Brown, and I think Beale is still there on the table because I, I understand he signed that extension. But if Washington loses, I, I think they would exchange. They're exchanging a star for a star. It's not you know a younger star.
0: These contracts mean nothing. No, and and, 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 and the length of these mean contracts nothing. mean nothing. They mean
1: nothing. But I I do think at the end of this this year you could revisit that Beal deal, Chris.
0: Yeah, and as I say, the contract mean nothing <laughs> to me, which is why I'm concerned about Tatum moving yeah. on. Yeah, and and basically taking the same Durant idea that we can't, we haven't won here. I'm out. So yeah, yeah no, listen, and, and and as far as the re- so I I do the deal, but I really think you got to you know the situation with this guy and the mental state, you know, that could be. And and,
1: and you talk about chemistry, Chris, and what Durant does by coming in. Well, what's the chemistry going to be like? Not a Brown nose that you shop them. Now what, what does this chemistry look like next basketball? We're not going to answer that question now, but I think that's something at some
0: well, point but, we, we but, need to address. But real quick with the SMH, that shake, that shake my head, yeah. and and he yeah. put it out there so everybody would wonder what the hell he, yeah. he said about. Hey, look, you know what? That pisses me off. <laughs> you should be flattered that you're there being mentioned in a deal with Durant. Okay. He's one of the best players in basketball, top two, three players, and you're being mentioned in the trade as bait to get him here. So, therefore, that you must be good. Yeah. So be flattered by it. Shut your mouth and be a professional because that's what you're, you are. You're a professional basketball player, not a college basketball player. Everybody's on the table. Everybody's on the table to be moved so that we can get better. That's it. That's the bottom line. So get over it. Shut up. And if you get traded to Brooklyn, show us. Go show us why we're wrong, right?
1: No, I agree. I agree. But you brought up chemistry with Durant. I, I wonder what the chemistry of Boston's going to be. Not a Brown knows he was on the block.
0: I don't well, know. Then if that's the case, then you know what? I, I don't think there's much mental makeup there, you know, yeah, to begin with anyway. So we'll talk in the coming weeks about this. We'll see if, if the deal gets done. But uh, yeah, Heated Hotline was presented by Corso Law Group, Arizona's leading criminal and traffic law firm. CorsoLawGroup.com. Allow us to be your voice. When we come back, hey, it's training camp, and uh, that's the real deal, and that is next. <laughs>
1: again for a timeout for a message from one of our sponsors. No one ever thinks they will be in the need of a criminal or traffic lawyer, but things happen. Corso Law Group is Arizona's leading criminal and traffic law firm. Their 20 plus years experience and attention to detail has helped thousands of people all across this great country who found themselves in a situation in Arizona. So whether it's a traffic ticket or if you need reduced DUI or more serious issues, call or go online to corsolawgroup.com and talk with these expert attorneys who I know will help you
0: back in with more Corso and Catone the real deal New England feel and listen it's training camp time the Patriots are in camp what's this team gonna look like what's the depth of this team who should be on it those are the questions that's the real deal Joe, let's have it. What are you writing now?
1: I'm working over here. You're talking about nonsense. I'm working.
0: That's why we are the real deal. It's going to be real. So they opened up training camp this past, what, Wednesday? Yeah. uh, A few days ago. And... There are, you know, look, everybody's already starting in with the Patricia who's calling the plays. I mean, that didn't last very long, did it? No, you know? because they
1: but, said he was he was he was the one who had the, the he was calling plays day one. Right. Chris called. He was the main guy. I don't know. Right. Who knows?
0: Right. And then and then Bill ended up do, doing that yesterday. So yeah. um, but look, your impression so far. I mean, let's start with Mac Jones. Um what do you what do you think? What are you looking at him?
1: Listen, I think it's it's he, I, he obviously he's m- much more prepared, knows the playbook, has a better command of the offense. Is gonna and, and is gonna is gonna be a leader on the field, Chris, from, from day one this year. And I think he has shown a lot of that already. Um, has he been perfect? No, he's 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 drawn a couple of picks. He's he's had a couple of s- situations where he's going zero for 7, 0 for eight in some drills, right? Um, but I think Mac Jones is poised to have a better year. I think he's physically in better shape. I think mechanically he's better. He spent an off season with house Belichick. Even we re- mentioned the fact how good he looked coming in. Um, so, you know, Mac Jones, I think Chris is ready for a, a breakout. No, I shouldn't say a breakout season. He played well as a rookie, but Devontae Parker, I think gives him something. He did not have last year, Chris. And I know all the haters out there are going to say, ah, Pac, I mean, this, this, this." Listen, Park is a legitimate talent, Chris, uh, in my opinion. I think the kid's legitimate, and I think he's going to give him something he has did not have last year.
0: Yeah, no, I I, I agree with all of that with Mac Jones and how he looks and also his command of the team and the offense and as far as his, uh, his leadership. Yeah. You know, you could see him out there just, you know, running the ship. He stops plays. Nobody stops plays with Belichick. Yesterday, Chris. There's only one guy that used to do that.
1: Chris, yesterday or this morning, and it took him practice. like
0: five years to do it. Might Three have been this
1: years. morning's practice. Chris, speaking of what you're saying about taking control, he threw a pick six. I think it was this morning. I was reading it, and I he he was he he threw a pick six to Duggar to end practice. No. And he was. They said he was visibly pissed off at himself as they were going into the the tunnel to leave practice. To, to rip this helmet off, walked by everybody, didn't look at anybody, talk to anybody. It took himself into the, into the, you know, the, the back area. He was visibly upset with himself for the throat. Uh,
0: you know what? And that, I love that. And yeah. Belichick loves that. Yeah. And, and, yep. you know, people, people are getting on Belichick. Cause he, you know, he was basically gushing over him in the press yeah. conference. Look, people out there, let's go back to 2001. And remember he did the same thing with Brady. He said the same stuff. He was that complimentary, all of that stuff, and Brady was at the same kind of level. So well, he, Brady wasn't Brady yet. Now he hated, you know, want blood there, but that's a whole different issue. Yeah. So no, yeah. I agree with Mac Jones, and you talked about some of the weapons, Mark. So does he have enough? I mean, you're talking about the the wide receiver room now. Yep, it is better. Okay, I don't know what Aguilar is going to give you, but you got Aguilar, you got Bourne, who I think to me right now, Bourne is shining he, he's you a guy staying, that you keep
1: saying he's got a breakout yeah
0: yeah so aguilar born myers um parker and i assume thornton um the rookie so is there are there enough weapons and talk to me about thornton what you've seen
1: now i know you're not you're you now i'm gonna play devil's advocate
0: because and anything on the offensive side of the ball right now let's hear it
1: listen because <clears throat> i know you have said to me the other day was, first of all guys listen Practice, day one practice. I'm getting a text
0: from this maniac.
1: Yeah, Thornton can't get off the ball. That was a wasted pick.
0: First practice. I never said a, it was a wasted. Yeah. Pick. He can't
1: get off. He can't. No, I'm sorry. He said, I hate that. I hated the pick. That's what he said. But right? first practice, he can't get off the ball. Listen, I'm going to use your language from before we went on vacation. They're in t-shirts and shorts. Hmm. Right? They're in t-shirts and shorts. I do I am going to say this. Well, putting the pads on doesn't help. It makes it worse. Yeah, no, I think the speed will help him. His speed will help him with the pads on, I think, Chris. But listen, here's my thing. And and the the more I'm thinking about this pick in Thornton, I don't think Bill Belichick would know what to do with Tyreek Hill. Mm -hmm. You could put Tyreek Hill on this team, and I don't think Belichick would know what to do with them. I don't think he'd know how to use them. Yeah. Because but that's
0: that's a, that's a different no, issue because
1: though. no, but no, it's not a definition you, Chris. If you took Thornton and put him on 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 Kansas City, the kid would be running all over the goddamn field. As a rookie, he'll be running all over the goddamn field. He ain't gonna run all over the Goddamn field here.
0: He's gonna to have to be able to get off the bo- look. His speed is his speed, but you got to get free to start using no, that. No, but
1: I think he will get free, Chris. But how many times do you actually see Tariq Hill when he was with Kansas City physically line up one on one against a corner? Did you ever really? He was always in motion, moving back, forth, this, that, and he would get ahead of steam coming off the line. And but he's a no, he guy can-
0: that can. But he's a guy that can
1: do that. And Mark. I think That's the Dorn- type of but, receiver here. and I think Dorn can do that. I mean, yeah, you don't but, do that with but, an X, but. I don't know if he's necessarily an ex Chris. I think he's more than that. You can use him in different positions uh, in in that wide receiver group, X, Y. But but he, I don't think Belichick, that's not our offense, right? So I yeah. think Belichick, that's why before the draft, who did I tell you I wanted? Skymore, yeah, Skymore or, or Pickens pick from Georgia. Those were the two guys I loved. Mm-hmm. I said I want one of those two guys in Mechie. And, and, and you know, I praise oh, it with that him. that poor with, guy, in, yeah. That poor guy, right? But Pickens... And Sky Moore, for what they do fit us better. So I'm really interested in seeing what Thornton does, Chris, because I think that's going to be another black guy against Belichick.
0: See, and I think Sky Moore is more of more of the type of receiver that you're talking about with a Debo Samuel or or, or yeah. a versus yeah. Thornton. Thornton's the length guy. He's you know he's a guy that gets uh, we'll off see. the ball, runs the fade, gets downfield. Well, we'll see if he can get we, off
1: the ball, right? We,
0: yeah, this is the this is the part he's going to have to get coached up on. So, and look, we talked about this when the pick was made. We didn't like the spot that he was picked in, but you like the player. The thing with it, they were play action. Well, they were a play action team. I don't know if it's anything, if that's going to still be the case. coming into the season, but on a play action team, you need a guy to get off the ball and get down the field Go and ahead. use that blazing speed. So that's, they're going to have to work on that mark. But I like, I like the wide receiver room.
1: The kid Wilkinson, Chris has made a couple of more catches. Over the what last couple of, of Nixon days,
0: too. He That's Nixon, what I meant. I mean, not not Wilkinson.
1: Yeah. I meant to say Nixon. I think Nixon Chris is going to make the team. He could. I I, I could. don't see how he doesn't. Well, let's see what he does. Not who's he going to push though? On. When who's they put the pads out? on. When they put the pads on. Yeah. Let's see what well, let's see what Nixon does when they put the pads on.
0: Well, because the defensive backs can get more physical, and as far as the running backs go, and and, and the rest of the offense, I love the running back room. I don't, they think, okay, I don't think James lost, gonna,
1: they said Stevenson's look came in like leaner and more athletic. He lost seven pounds, eight pounds. Chris, they said he looks fantastic. Stevenson well,
0: He may have to be that swing guy. He may have to be that guy out of the backfield because I don't, and I hate to say this cause I love the guy. I don't see, I don't think James White's going to play it down. Yeah, I don't know. If he's gonna oh, play Chris, for well, Chris, the, well then, then,
1: then listen. Then this is the year that I know your, Belichick gets pissed off guy. because he can't play. He can He can't block. He claims he can't pick up the blitz. But you're gonna have to figure out a way to use JJ Taylor. Yep, that's okay?
0: your guy. You're gonna have
1: to figure out a way to use him. And I do think, and I know you didn't like this pick either, but I do think you can get some leverage out of that PS strong pick. Too, I agree. Yeah, you back know field. what?
0: I backpedal yeah. on that one. I like you know him I mean? too. Yeah, um, I think he'll help there. JJ Taylor got in the doghouse in that tape. He, he did. He got in the doghouse, and I don't think that was fair.
1: And he never got out of the yeah. doghouse.
0: And the only other thing, Mark, I wanted to mention before, because quick, we'll get back to the other side of the ball. Of what we've seen so far, tight ends, we know what they have. I mean, what about you know, tackle? Yeah, this is the thing. The offensive line. Now, we, we talked about um, some of these guys being hurt. James White. Well, there's a couple of few other guys on the uh, uh, training camp. Andrews? Training camp pup, okay, where they could come off at any time. So you got Andrews on there with a shoulder problem. Um, he had shoulder, off field shoulder procedures done. So didn't uh, Jonathan Jones, another key piece on the defense. Uh, McMillan, the linebacker, had his deal with ACL and Jerill Peppers. I
1: think they took, reactivated activated McMillan the other day. Okay.
0: So, because I think, I think I did see that and he was on the field. So Peppers, yeah. White, Stuber uh, for offensive tackle. So when you look at the tackle, let's go to the tackles because I'm happy with the interior. I like the Andrews, you know, Owinu, you know, and, and the new kid strange. I like that. They're athletic and they're going to his own. We'll not get into all that, but he was go into his own blocking scheme. We'll talk about that another time, explain what that is, but it's the tackles. I see Brown going to left. Okay, and win going to right, which is one step out the door. What do you is that what oh, you It see?
1: absolutely is one step out the door. I 100 percent agree with that, Chris. And if Brown can give you what he gave you the year he was here with Brady, his first year here, you're gonna be okay at left tackle. But he's if he can and he's gonna oh. and he's gonna stay on the field, right? And keep he's him out of keep him away from the Doritos and and, and, and the French fries and all that yeah. shit.
0: He's such a lazy bastard, man. Right? Let me tell you. I yeah, you know what? Well, I, I don't you know, I'm disgusted with that. And Mark flipping to the other side because the first couple of days of camp. The offense was having their way and really, really looking at, you know, us yeah. defensive backfield as, as to how bad they were. And so everybody's saying, well, we don't know what the wide receiver room looks like because they're going against our defensive backs. Okay. And so to me, that's that and linebacker are the two biggest questions. Although they did finish the week strong, they really did.
1: The defense came on the last couple of practices they did.
0: So to me, when you, you got the depth chart there. You, you, it's not, it's a little scary because you're going to be relying on these rookies, you're going to be relying on on Jones, Jones, and also Jones that should be coming off pup. Jonathan Jones, Chris,
1: you know who got some play in the slot. The kid mm. that you met daughter, last year was a good pickup. The kid Wade from Wade. Ohio State has been playing yeah. some slot.
0: Well, I think again, it's just like because the, the room is Joan Williams, who by the way, Joan Williams is where he should be, he's been relegated down and almost nice, out nice
1: nice second round pick right. nice pick second round. I
0: think Terrence Mitchell Mitchell is going to be a player there uh, okay uh, I think he's going he may be the boundary corner And that's the corner. kid from
1: Cleveland right
0: Yeah that he may be the boundary corner He's still got uh-huh. Mills He's still got this Marcus Jones Jonathan Jones to play in the slot this Wade Butler will he's been running with the twos Malcolm Butler But my whole point is just like the linebacking core there's so many questions there's so many question marks so either this defense within is going to produce and give us what we need, or it's going to be really, really bad. It's got to be one of those two. And, and this is the first season I've gone into that I can remember where there's that many question marks at those two levels. You?
1: Yeah, yeah there are. And, and you know what the scary thing is? Because you're going to need play out of the, both those levels because teams now, no, nobody's really lining up playing playing, you know, Everyone's in nickel and dime. That's all you're playing is nickel and dime defenses, right? So guys like Butler are going to probably be on the field even though he's with the second unit because you're going to need a rotation of enough corners yeah. where he's going to have to get play.
0: But I think so, they've set up their safeties to be able to do those they kinds did. Of things. They
1: did. They You things.
0: They have a good safety room.
1: I think their safety room... Chris is the strongest part of the defense.
0: I do too. I do too. And and as far as the linebackers go, we'll see. I mean, you know, you're going to be relying a lot on Mick, uh, McMillan and Perkins and Uche and Mac Wilson. You know what I mean? Along with Judon on the edge. And, I want to see ball. what
1: the kid Mac Wilson gives you, Chris. And I really want to see. Everyone keeps talking about Uche. Does that, I want yeah. to see
0: Jennings. Yeah,
1: not Jennings. I want to see what this kid Perkins gives you from Oklahoma because yeah. I liked him when they drafted him. Remember, I like. He's him. an inside
0: guy. He's yeah, more yeah. of an inside guy.
1: I want to see what Perkins gives you because I think he has the speed to be able to to move and and to fill holes. And and I want to see what Perkins gives them.
0: What do you think? And real, real quick, because I know we're up against it, but on the other side of Judon, is it isn't it time to see what Jennings can do? Yeah, it's and make Uche. or break.
1: Yeah, it's make a break for Jennings. Definitely Jennings. You you may have to release him at the at the at the end of training camp if he can't do it this year.
0: So and and lastly and and there's so much more to get to and we will. We're just scratching
1: we the surface. I mean, oh,
0: yeah. so stick with us in the next coming weeks because we got a lot more to talk about and the Godshaw thing. What the hell are they paying this guy well, for? Chris, Mark? I
1: think I think that they did that. I don't. I think they did that so they have that position filled for a couple of years. The way they spread the money out with the cap, it's probably whatever the overall contract is. It's probably cheap. Right?
0: Yeah, they gave Javon Gotcha an extension for those of yeah. you who don't
1: and know. And Belichick said he loves them.
0: So I, he, I don't know. Well, what that they were one about. of the worst run defenses in football last year, especially after Thanksgiving. Yeah, I don't you know, know what that was about. 4.6 a carry. So yeah. we'll see. And and the reason why they had to do that, Mark, was because they in the draft they didn't bring they didn't bring somebody in. No, they didn't. And now they were forced to have to do it. So yep. you know, again, a lot lot to unwrap, a lot more. Mark speaking of uh, speaking of the Patriots and speaking of football, right? Joe, just play it, go ahead. Yes, yes, I can't that. wait. Can't <laughs> the, it the Pats Nation, real deal, post game show. The only Patriots post game show worth watching is back for another season. And make sure you tune in. Thirty minutes following every Patriots game. Mark and I are going to be there. Joe as well to break down the game. And you want to see meltdowns? Come to that. Talk. We a
1: lot to- of surprises this year for you. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah. And so September 11th, when they take on Miami, down in Miami, will be our first go-around with this. So 30 minutes following every Patriots game, the Pats Nation, all of you in the nation. We can't wait. Look how excited Mark is right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Boys and gentlemen, it's that time again. It flew by, as always. Uh, Thank you, guys, and thank you, all of you out there in the nation, for joining us. And, uh, hey, get on this week. Take a look at uh, – all of our shows are up, everything, even the Superstition Show and our finale and everything else uh, for the summer. Get on, watch, subscribe, You know, click on those links. Click, Give us that thumbs up, follow us, and make sure and, – and come back next week, 7 p.m. Eastern. We're going to be talking more about training camp as we get ready for preseason games. Mark, that's right around the corner
1: now. Right around the corner, yeah. Games, right so right we'll see.
0: Corner. And more Yankees, Red Sox. We'll see if the Red Sox do well, anything. Well, we play game
1: Giants, game one. Game one.
0: Giants game one. Yeah, I think that's uh, August uh, 11th. 11th. I'm going to say August August 11th, so a couple of weeks. That'll be coming. So make sure you come back. We'll talk Yankees, Red Sox. Anything you want to discuss, make sure you bring it to the table. Have a take because we are Corso and Catone, the real deal. New England feel. See you next Saturday.